0: Hi, welcome to Give Me One Reason. I am Kathy Taylor, and I am excited to introduce to you some beautiful people on this podcast, people that are brave enough to talk to me regarding their feelings and thoughts on faith and doubt. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to Give Me One Reason. I am here with my friend, my new friend, Sky Allen.
1: Aloha, how um, are
0: you? I'm good, and we are at Five High Fest. Yeah, we are. And um, we just had a great conversation in the tent. I thought, man, this would be a great uh, conversation for my podcast. So, um, Sky, can you give me a little of your background, like how old you are?
1: Sure. Um, I am me, and I'm also you, and uh, you know we're all reflections of each other. But the individual me that is me, uh, I am uh, a musician, singer-songwriter, a community builder, and uh, I have um, been working to um, forward my own personal as well as a collective mission to change the world for the better. Um, And uh, I've been doing that in different ways ever since I was young, and um, now it's way more uh, purposeful and directed um, than it has been so Mm -hmm. I've been everywhere from uh, working within the church ministry, um, being a uh, youth leader and uh, praise and worship band yeah. um, leader, as well as uh, everything from activism and Occupy Wall Street in New York City, um, Zuccotti Park for two months to uh, rainbow gatherings to uh, throwing yeah. my own music festivals um, and ga- intentional gatherings around the country. Um, and I also co-founded a community called The Hive in Candy, in New Hampshire, um, communal farm. We have our own garden and chickens. Oh and We threw three music festivals there, um, yeah. and uh, they've thrown you now and uh, they, they do spiritual retreats and with yeah. uh, so sacred medicines.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. So that's very eclectic.
1: I do a lot of things.
0: To mix, like, <laughs> rainbow gatherings and church Just is pretty freaking downside. amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people don't even know what rainbow gatherings are.
1: Yeah, know. well, you know, it's it's the intention of what we are as humans and what we're capable of. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a raw expression. Yeah. It's something that we've been... Figuring out—it's not anything yeah. that's a direct answer, you know. Um, yeah. There's so many walks of life that come to a rainbow gathering, just yeah. as if, just as there is um, to a church or to yeah. um, a community, um, multiple colors in the rainbow, and
0: yeah.
1: um, sometimes of colors that we've never seen before.
0: So if I would go, I would find it a beautiful experience.
1: Um, it depends, you know. Uh, rainbow yeah. gatherings have changed a lot in mm-hmm. uh, in in the last um, ten years. Um, I feel like there is a lack of. Um, discretion mm. as far as drug and alcohol use, mm-hmm. um, uh, in some of the gatherings, mm-hmm. in other gatherings, mm-hmm. it's completely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's a separation, you know, of, uh, mm-hmm. having alcohol in one space and having, mm. um, no substances or, or, um, only, uh, positive mind expanding substances, yeah. Yeah. uh, in, in the other. Um, and so that kind of, uh, is a wall that is, is a, is an interesting wall. Um,
0: You know what I just learned about? I actually had the thought about Rainbow Gatherings last night because I was talking to a friend who just got back from Spain, and she was telling me that she went to Granada, and um, somebody brought her up on high up on top of this mountain. They went on a hike, and they overlooked, and there's these caves that are ancient. Have you heard of this? Hmm. And there's, like, tons of them. Like, I don't know how many, maybe hundreds of these caves that are actually part of the formation, but they're filled with... Um, they call them squatters, but also, like, immigrants. Um, well, s- some people have been born there mm-hmm. and are 60, 80 years old. Wow. And they've lived in a cave their whole life. Wow. And it's actually a real community. So it was kind of fascinating. Um, so when I got the phone, the first thing I Googled was Granada caves. Oh, my gosh. This article was in National Geographic. Meet the people who have lived in these caves. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. And the community they have built
0: there. Yeah, Untouched. Yeah. Literally, it's something that's been around for centuries and centuries. And they're using this space and have been using it for centuries as well. And there's still people using it. But I guess it's a really large, intentional community also. There's people that are there for that. Yeah. And there's other people that are there for different reasons, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's um, true to be said. A lot of a lot of um, yeah. we have a lot of untouched tribes that yeah. are still residing as tribal beings yeah. um, and one with nature, one with each other. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it's definitely in smaller numbers, and it's harder to accomplish in a large scale um, society, especially when we've yeah. been conditioned a certain way. Um, but
0: well, what- we tend to think of those as people have no life or. They don't have anything and that's where got because to they be, Because they don't
1: have westernization. Right, they don't exactly. Have and in some ways they have every way better life. More, right. Way Absolutely. more, you know. Absolutely. Uh, right. And I think honestly the way that it all connects for me is that um, we are currently in an evolution of consciousness. We are in a movement um, that we are part of, whether we know it or um, acknowledge it or not mm-hmm. uh, And so as we move forward um, we And we learn to acknowledge um, This consciousness shift That is happening energetically mm-hmm. um, Via planetary alignment Via mm-hmm. electro- electromagnetic energy mm-hmm. um, A lot of physical Documented things are shifting, as well as spiritual inside things, and I think yeah. a lot of us can feel um, the tides shifting in our, in our emotional state and uh, in, in the way our lives are progressing. And we can see it in our community. We can see each other expanding and growing in this mm-hmm. truth and this mm-hmm. this love that we're all sharing with one another, and, and this um, yeah. this message. And uh, to hear so many people speaking, it is beautiful. And yeah. to come from, I came from, uh, you know, doing certain things within a church uh, to um, Traveling and hitchhiking around the country, 43 states, and mm-hmm. going to rainbow gatherings and activism, and, and then using that as a all of those things as as a paintbrush to mm-hmm. paint my my image of community. You know.
0: So you're a believer. You're a believer, Sky. In what? Who do you believe in? What do, what, what is your experience?
1: Um. So. That,
0: like, what to believe
1: in? I definitely believe in a creator. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe that uh, Ja guides me every day, mm-hmm. and I can pray um, to. Every. Uh, receive calm and Mm -hmm. I can play to receive strength. Well, maybe not. Pray. <laughs> my dad told me something one time. He said, when you pray for strength, God gives you situations to make know, you stronger.
0: I know, I know. Or so patience. Yeah. I'm trying not
1: to pray for strength. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um,
0: so you hold on to the, the more traditional Christian beliefs that you had as a kid. Well, so I hold ways. on
1: to the faith um, that I had, and I have expanded my, my belief system past Christianity. Um, I do believe that, um, in my opinion, reality encompasses so much more, mm-hmm. and there's so much more of a perception um, to be opened about what God is and mm-hmm. who... Who we are and how God is in us and is a we are a direct reflection, um, and so is our planet. Um, And you know, so when we realize that God is in everything, um, for me, I couldn't cling to one book, Mm -hmm. and one answer. But um, I prayed my prayer of salvation and meant it. You know, and I um, hold on to the strength and the the potency that I received from the Holy Spirit. through my baptism and through um, I, yeah. I went through a baptism of the Holy Spirit yeah. Um, yeah. and um, learned about the gifts of the Spirit yeah. and yeah. really uh, utilized those now in my music and, and in my, my path even though I don't subscribe to Christianity mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. one secular decision I, um, I believe that it's better for me to be open to the possibilities of belief mm-hmm. and to see um, all the different answers mm-hmm. that everybody finds faith in because I think we're all interconnected. I think I think personally m- many of the um, organized religions are very interconnected and in telling the same story. Yeah. And people are finding truth yeah. and salvation and yeah. um, God in all of these different avenues. Yeah. Why? Because God is in everything right. and everyone, and there's truth everywhere.
0: I was having this conversation with my oh. students uh, last semester. We podcasted the last day. We were out of things to do, and I said, oh, "You guys want to do a podcast?" And this kid in the back goes, "Professor, I have a question for you." He said, "If you would have been born in India or um, the Middle East, would you still be a Christian?"
1: And no. I was like,
0: "No, honey, I had to be honest <laughs> to say I would have been born probably Hindu or Muslim," mm-hmm. and um, so that really kind of puts a ooh thing in your brain about is you know God one way and. I also think if, you know, if we think we understand God and have him all figured out, then he's definitely not God. Run from that thing that you think you have figured out because God is a mystery. The scripture says while we're here, we see through a glass darkly. So it's like this dirty lens that we see through. It's intended to be that way. It's supposed to be a mystery. It's supposed to be bigger than us. Then I was listening to Joe Rogan talking to Duncan Trussell. Mm -hmm.
1: Love those guys.
0: And they were talking about... um, Duncan Trussell was saying, this is why I believe in God, okay? When anybody, even if they're on an acid trip, okay? I know where a hippie so it's relevant, but um, I, even if they're on an acid trip and some wisdom comes to them in the middle of the night, okay? Any words of wisdom or anything, it comes from some way larger-than-life being. Like, it's not like this guy Joe walked up to me in my dream or my trip and told me blah, blah, blah. It's always... You know, the angry Buddha forest or the whatever, you know, it's not really specific because it happened to my husband. But anyway, it's like, um, it's always something larger than us mm-hmm. that comes to people and offers this wisdom. Yeah. And I believe if I'm, as a professor, right, at a college, I tell my students I speak th- through my frame of reference, wouldn't it make sense that God reaches us in any culture and civilization? If God is real, and he wants to reveal himself. Wouldn't he take your culture, your your things that have meaning, your frame of reference, and reveal himself? Mm, yeah. But as Christianity, as typical Christianity, we aren't taught that. We're taught it's our way or the world's going to hell. Which is why we go on mission trips. Which is why we, you know, send your kid to YWAM for 15 years. Mm-hmm. What I did, you know.
1: It's because Christianity was founded on uh, control. Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: It was yeah. founded on making sure people do what. The powers that be want them to do.
0: Yeah, because they couldn't control the organic church that Jesus, the movement Jesus started, right?
1: And so you see that when Jesus came and started talking very universal truths, very all encompassing truths, very um, open truths. Remember the scripture where he said,
0: I have sheep that you don't even know, they come in a different gate? Mm -hmm. How radical is that?
1: Most definitely. Um, A lot of people believe that he was out studying in uh, in the Middle East uh, during his 33 years of absence (laughs) in the Bible. Um, You know, and so uh, anyway, I I believe that um, every time we think we know a little, the universe grows by a lot. And back then, we knew a little. Mm -hmm. And... um, the powers that be were utilizing uh christianity and our bible and the re the re um imagination of the bible so many times throughout history they were doing that um Mm -hmm. for the purpose of control Mm -hmm. no other reason they were they were utilizing it for money um Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. so what has occurred now in my opinion via christianity is it went from a very stone age um you know kind of feel and then Mm -hmm. once once christ entered into the equation it shifted the perception Mm -hmm. um and so you see where the church split Mm -hmm. and you see when the when the catholic church separated from Mm -hmm. um, from the uh, the traditional uh, christian church and they um now i see like there's so many denominations that have branched Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. of that love frequency that christ Mm -hmm. was bringing Mm -hmm. you know and so now now when you look at christianity like I grew up in a very conservative Baptist church on my mm-hmm. dad's side. Right, my mom's mm-hmm. side, she went to a Methodist church, mm-hmm. very, very um, Liberal, open Methodist okay, yeah, yeah. church, uh-huh. and so uh, it was a very broad spectrum of the way that they were teaching and what they were teaching. Um, and then I went to a Pentecostal church. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, yeah. what's going on here?" Yeah. You know, and yeah. um, that's probably what most intrigued me. I, I spent a lot of time in the praise and worship mm-hmm. uh, bands, and I, I led the youth worship band downstairs. That, um, and I was also a co-president of my youth group, mm-hmm. and then I was um, also in the adult praise and worship band upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was, I was at my church like four days out of the week. Was this
0: a Pentecostal church? You no, this
1: was a Methodist church, okay. but they were very like. I actually did the study, the Bible study about the Holy Spirit and the okay. gifts of the Holy Spirit there. Okay. So they spoke in my youth group. No, no yeah. Um it was very, very minimal. The, the, my, yeah. my, my, my um, youth leader was uh, was Pente- is Pentecostal, yeah. but he thought it was very needed yeah. in that group that we were in. Yeah. Um, the pastor actually had some issues with them teaching it. I bet, yeah, because um, usually they're
0: not opposed to that. Or well,
1: whatever. you know, honestly, I, I've been to some churches and and some Pentecostal churches, and honestly, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there is a lot of fakery going on. Oh, yeah. But there's also a lot of real, genuine spirit going on. And so when we don't know the difference, when they talk about speaking in tongues, you're not supposed to speak in tongues unless you're doing it in three or less people. Three people. That's what yeah. it says. Groups yeah. of three. Yeah. You know, and you're not, otherwise, it's prayer. You're supposed to, mm-hmm. it's prayer language. Right. You're, it's it's prayer supposed language. to be you in spirit. Like, yeah. and unless you have some, less, you're being guided, like, divinely to speak, mm-hmm. um, in a large group like that, and then there's there has to be somebody to interpret it. Absolutely, it has to be. And if you, no. if there's not, then yeah. you're not doing. It's not. It's there's not. Just adding
0: confusion. You're adding yeah.
1: confusion, and you're. A lot of times, it's ego based.
0: Yeah,
1: which is sad. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But um, it's also a total human res- like response. Sure. Um, so what I found in that was that abundance of fire and spirit. Mm -hmm. And when I received um, that baptism and I I put my heart into that, it never went away. Yeah. And that's why I cling on to my faith in Christianity still, um, even though I've expanded beyond that, uh, because that fire hasn't gone anywhere. And it's leading me through a lot of what I'm doing now currently on my path.
0: That's beautiful, Sky, because I feel that same way. Yeah. But... I'm way older. I'm 55, but I remember receiving Jesus as a little girl and then going through a lot of weird, went through a lot of charismatic churches, went through the era where everybody laughed. I don't know if you ever part of that movement where everybody got laughter and where people were like a lot of slain in the spirit, a lot of that kind of stuff. But there, there was a fire of God in my heart that just tells me, it gives meaning to my life. It like gives a structure like, Oh God, what do I do today? And I, And I've had arguments or debates with a famous atheist. I was in this atheist debate called Dogma Debate. Mm -hmm. And um, he's like, Kathy, just give up Jesus. You're a good humanist. You already gave up the religion of Christianity. Just give up Jesus. And I'm like, I can't. I can't. I I just, I have this organic, I feel like it was organic. Maybe it was a part of my upbringing, but it serves me well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't. I believe it informs my life in a beautiful way. And if I die and I find out that it wasn't anything, I don't think I
1: Still was a positive influence. Absolutely.
0: In your life. Now if it wasn't a positive influence on <laughs> in my life, then you're right. Let's let's look at it and let's be willing to throw it away. And I've thrown away so many things that sky that weren't a positive influence. You mm-hmm. know, once saved, always saved. And if you're not, <clears throat> you know, if I don't pray the sinner's prayer with you, which is never in the Bible anyway, but if we don't do that, you're not going to heaven or God will make you rich and all that stuff. It's just capitalism inserted. It's control. Right. Yeah. And there's so many things I've thrown away. Um, the Bible being literal, mm-hmm. I, you know, inerrant. I, I don't believe that. Now, I believe God was trying to speak, and when he spoke to people, it was inerrant. But it was framed through...
1: Through man, and through it was man. retranslated and reimagined right. too many times to count, more right. times than probably has been admitted. Absolutely. Um, you know.
0: But uh, can the Holy Spirit reveal to you what He meant?
1: Sure. I mean, absolutely. It's right. I mean, people are still finding truth in the in the everything from the King James Version to the um, yeah. to the new 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 uh, New Living Translation. Yeah. Um, you know, and and it's it's, uh, it's universal truth. Just like people can find faith in Buddha. Right. And, and Gandhi Or the and, movie Goodwill Hunting. Do you
0: remember the movie Goodwill Hunting? Do you remember that movie? Yeah. I remember when Robin Williams touches, you know, his shoulder and he goes, "It's not your fault." He hugs him. Yeah. I remember watching that and just weeping and being yeah. so touched just like I would have been touched reading a scripture and it's saying blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, it's like the Holy Spirit used that to me. I remember I had a lady in my recovery class one time. She goes, "I just told God, I'm sick of you. I'm done with you. I don't want anything Christian music, Christian books, Christian nothing." and she liked country music at the time, and she said she had had Garth Brooks came on singing, um, I'd go hungry, yeah, I'd go black and blue, right? To make you feel my I love. I love Garth Brooks. And that song, To Make You Feel My Love, she goes, Kathy, all of a sudden, it wasn't Garth Brooks, it was God singing to me, I'd do anything to make you feel my love. Mm-hmm. And she said, I can't run from him anymore, he loves me. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so beautiful. Like, And it goes with the stories that Jesus told, how 99 sheep went this way and one went that way, and he followed after them. Mm-hmm. And even my atheist friends, I love them, and I, I believe they're fine. I believe that God's you know got us all in the end. but I really pray for them that they get that sense of something bigger than them. Mm. You know
1: Well, that's what salvation is. So yeah. When you pray that prayer, you're essentially admitting to yourself and to spirit and to universe and to everyone around you that there's something that's bigger than you are. Yeah, and that's really all that is. is- and that
0: saves our life here. It, it, right I it mean it
1: gives us to me it gave me a whole perception shift yeah. it allowed me to accept and resonate in the fact that I am not in control mm. um, everything is temporary and I, <clears throat> like I am in control of my own self but in reality divine is working the clockwork you know yeah. divine is moving the gears so um, whether it was predetermined or predestined or whether you know, we're creating this as we go or whether spirit's creating through us. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's maybe a combination of everything. I know that personally, like, I didn't make, maybe I did, but I didn't make this choice to come to this planet and uh, Mm -hmm. deal with this flesh vehicle that I have to, what, I have to feed this thing? I got to water this thing? Like, I got to take care of it? Like, I just want to be a spirit. I just want to, I just want to be, you know? And that's kind of like the one thing I feel like all of us were like just... We're most comfortable when we're free, yeah. and when people come to places like this, like yeah. Vibe High Festival, mm-hmm. um, here in the beautiful state of Wisconsin, um, it shows people another way, mm-hmm. and a way to access that Christ consciousness um, via music, via art, via um, community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as we're building community, we're realizing that it encompasses a spiritual nature, mm-hmm. and a lot of us do resonate with um, with Creator. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a good portion of uh, people within this community that resonate in evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a healthy dose of both yeah. um, spiritually is is what we're what we're doing. And
0: if we don't have it figured out how we got here, who cares, right? right? I mean, it's not earth-shattering or how long the earth is. I mean, it wasn't until I was 42 I found out the earth wasn't 6,000 years old because mm-hmm. I believed in that young earth and yeah. my geography teacher. I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh, you're crazy. Yeah. And he's like, no, these rocks are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's like... Um, I guess I'm going to ask you this too, Sky. Do you have hope for the world? I mean, so many people your age and this generation, it's like, it's freaking depressing. So I
1: have a friend that um, looked at me one time and I was, I had my mouth open and, uh, you know, it tends to happen a lot. And uh, uh, he goes, you know, I know you're young. I'm like, how? He's like, you still have hope left in your eyes. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) it was kind of dark, but... um,
0: yes, it's kind of sad.
1: I've always had this... uh, Belief in humanity ever since I was a kid and um, I think that it's only been expanded upon seeing and feeling and, and receiving and um, interacting with all these people that also have that same fire in them yeah. and I think honestly it's a natural fire it's mm-hmm. a natural inspiration to want to do something to better the paradigm and mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if that's a predetermined thing like we decided to come here to 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 be here for that purpose um but i believe that there is a a tribe of of us um humans that are making aware making the other the other humans in our tribe aware that they also are in this tribe you know uh they're awake too they just don't know it yet you know and, and as we move forward i think that hope comes from seeing it resonate in all of our, mm-hmm. our our reflections and i think um as we build community it only gives me more hope as we um gather in this nature and mm-hmm. we pray together and we mm-hmm. play together and uh, and we allow those things to come through from spirit and, and, mm-hmm. and we're not afraid to talk about them and speak them and dream them and and mm-hmm. and, uh, and really like figure out what it means, uh, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I think it takes a bunch of people to do that. It takes not knowing an answer. It takes being okay with not knowing the answer. Yes,
0: that's so good. You know,
1: and 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 realizing that, uh, you know, Neil, deGras- Neil deGrasse Tyson's one of the smartest people Mm -hmm. on the planet, in my opinion. And um, they asked him one time, you know, what keeps you up at night? What's the one thing that that itches you, you know? And he he said, it's the things, the things that keep me up at night are not knowing how to ask the questions to get the answers, Mm. to then have the information Mm. to ask the questions that I really want to ask.
0: Wow.
1: Like, how do I know more To then get more. You know? Ask the
0: right questions to get the right answer. So
1: you can ask the like divine questions. You know? He's like scratching at consciousness. You know, just like he knows so much about the universe and how it works. And the one thing that keeps him up at night is how much he doesn't know. Ooh, that's (laughs) amazing. And it's the beautiful thing because as much as we think we know, we know nothing.
0: Scratching at consciousness. I love that. Yeah,
1: we're just squeegeeing our third eyes clean.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then. When you were saying that, I, I, forgive me, I had chemotherapy two years ago, so my brain loses things. Um, I was thinking of the verse, you know, for me, I, everybody that loves me knows me. I always come up with a verse because the scripture has just been a part of my life and I'm older. And it's my frame of reference. But the verse came to me. We were brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. Mm. And it's like, we're here for a reason and a purpose. I believe.
1: Warrior people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look around you. Yeah. This this festival, Shangri-La Music Festival yeah. as well in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Pyro de Mayo in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Big Island of Hawaii. There's so much going on. There's so many yeah. hubs of community that are... Yeah. Um, Representing what a human family can really be, yeah. um, and you know, you see these festivals blossom. And honestly, it's more than a festival; it's a revolution. Right? People are creating yeah. their own economy based on this, their own yeah. jobs, their own, yeah. um, their own livelihoods, um, yeah. and and sharing their art form in a way that's positive for yeah. our consciousness and for our society and, and for our our people and our yeah. hearts. And yeah. uh, I will do that to the day I die. And in, in that fire and that passion, a lot of it. Originated in Christianity right. because I learned how to be a contagious Christian. Yeah, um, I read this book. I would highly suggest it. It's how to be a contagious Christian.
0: Yeah, I remember that. It's a book. great Bible study. Yeah,
1: um, and I, yeah. I actually led it um, yeah. in my youth group, um, and it's a really wonderful idea of how to. Um, I don't necessarily believe in the whole evangelism of like knocking on people's doors right, and right. F- forcing it down their throat, but um, how to be a being of light. Mm-hmm. How to feel and live and resonate mm-hmm. the frequency that you believe in um, because we all believe in something bigger uh, a lot of us anyway and, and, and when you believe in that bigger thing you believe in joy ja, you believe in um, spirit guiding yeah. your path um, how do we live that on a daily level um, how do we practice it as much as we can without feeling guilty or yeah. shameful um, for me it starts with gratitude Gratitude's the attitude yeah. I think for my food for the earth for I have a plant friend you know that I she's, she travels with me everywhere and I constantly thank you for the sunlight and you know, giving her and, and just random little things that, as soon as I start saying thank you yeah. for little things yeah. all the other things yeah. come through and I realize how many blessings I really have well
0: you have eyes to see then Otherwise you, them. Right, it right, them it
1: stops you in your path and you're like okay yeah. Like what do I nice. what do I really have here? Yeah. I also read tarot, yeah. um, and tarot has been a really great asset for me. Um, yeah. Not that I believe that tarot is like this magical thing, but I just believe it. It's con- it's it acts as a conduit for spirit to speak. Yeah, um, and it puts me on path
0: I've done it once and I always thought it was you know, oh, witchcraft and a Ouija board. I have inside. my deck right over there it, pull it but it triggers <laughs> it triggers some things ooh you know in a good way that's Make what I mode it did it made me trigger thinking about a certain thing mm-hmm. yeah even yeah. if the
1: cards don't resonate right like my, it, I've been using mine now for two years and yeah. I use them every day yeah. so they are very in tune with me so and,
0: it's like a form of meditation and prayer for it's you it's a prayer it's yeah. a meditation it yeah. stops
1: me in the middle I, I'll yeah. pull a card in the middle of my day and yeah. just like it just puts me on a uh, a path again
0: Do you know what Okay this is kind of Kind of layered But okay as a kid I grew up with a promise box The scriptures Do you remember You'd pull a little Do you ever see somebody Have a box And then there's a verse You pull out of it Oh yeah So if you get into trouble Or whatever And somebody would think It would be heretical To compare a scripture Promise box With a tarot card mm-hmm. However Where does the spirit of God Live He's alive the, He's alive right He lives inside of you He lives inside of me He it wasn't a Jesus who said, you don't even need that a man teach you anything because you, you know it in your excited spirit. Yeah. So wouldn't it make sense that, sometimes I thought I heard God through a fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get, you go to the Chinese restaurant and you're speak. like, boo, you know, and so it's that that spirit that knows me, knows me at that second, will mm-hmm. use whatever form it takes totally. to speak to my heart. And
1: now some people would say, tarot and Ouija boards, I mm-hmm. I don't use Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I've seen way more darkness than I've seen yeah. light out of those yeah. things. Um, but a lot of people might be judgment, judgmental about utilizing tarot mm-hmm. or utilizing tools mm-hmm. like that. Specifically, like, um, I utilize a lot of crystals yeah. and in, my, in my prayers, and I use a lot of um, in my tarot. And, like, mm-hmm. my dad, for mm-hmm. instance, when I go visit yeah. him, and if he yeah. sees me pull a card, he will be very upset. And he yeah. will, you will like, he will ask me to not have the cards in the house or probably yeah. throw them in the fire. Yeah. Um, and so that's his that's his um well, we were talking very that. closed off mind yeah, to the we conservative that yeah. that's his like that's that's the monkey mind programming you know yeah. like it's this way and it has to be this way because that's the way they said it is you know yeah. and um for me, I just find so much uh appreciation out of out of tools like that yeah and letting spirits speak in ways the same thing when i when I'm on stage singing, yeah uh, I open myself as a conduit and you yeah. know and the same thing as people when they paint you know it's yeah or they write or they draw. Yeah.
0: I've only drawn stick people my whole life, and this (laughs) summer, I decided to start drawing. And I love vintage things, so I started um, drawing these vintage little big-eyed kids from the 60s because they were the pictures that were on my wall when I was little. And I was very happy back then. It was before my life kind of got screwed up, and I have this affinity for that era. Even in my home, I decorate that way. So all summer, I gained 15 pounds, but I sat on my ass during my summer break from school and drew vintage little kids that I copied now I'm getting better and I did 100 drawings this summer wow. and I've never drawn in my life cool and it's like my dream vacation would be just to have a notebook and all my pens yep. and just leave me alone for four days totally and I've never felt that way before
1: alone is a key word I think yeah because uh. then you
0: don't feel like you're I don't feel like I'm letting somebody uh, you know uh, down by not paying attention to them just being able to be in that space and I've been struggling with focus because of chemo and it's like it's so easy to focus when I'm drawing because you have to figure it's getting that line right or getting that shading or how do you do that or yeah. what kind of tool you use. And it's been a gift this summer. To save my mind a little bit,
1: need creative expression.
0: Yeah, like, I guess I know that more now. than just
1: a podcast, yeah, or more than just yeah. like your usual form of. Because I've always expression. been
0: a people person mm-hmm. and gotten this good energy. Do something
1: different to yeah, like, but pull it I out. Never
0: have done anything just. For I had a me. friend do
1: that for me with a painting. Did yeah. a collaborative, and yeah. I just went out and bought myself three canvases and a bunch of paint, and I painted a little bit this yeah. weekend. It's saving my heart, like. I, I love, it just gives fine. me another That's like
0: how I feel. Another I feel platform, like my heart yeah. has been saved this summer. Just,
1: just by just putting some in, color on yeah. a piece of paper, you know?
0: And it's not like, I, what am I going to do with it? I don't ever plan to be, to be in a anything. gallery. It's yep. just for me. Yep. It's for me, and I it brings me way. joy, and yeah. it saved my heart. I love that. How I'm we-
1: finding a lot of alone time uh, is helping me with yeah. that. I, I'm, um, uh, I'm noticing that... Spirit keeps leading me back to um, being alone in yeah. my life. I, I've been in a lot of long term relationships, and yeah. every time it kind of ends, I'm just like, you know, I kind of have jumped into the next yeah. thing. And
0: being alone is scary. I keep
1: getting smacked down by spirit and like yeah. in my own past patterns and my yeah. insecurities and things yeah. keep happening. And, and it's the same message over and over again um, you know, uh, don't, uh, don't jump in, um, jump into yourself. Yeah. You know? and it, you need to be alone for a while because mm. uh, it's important and you need to get to know me and that's the biggest message I think that I've received so far out of being alone and it goes really great with this conversation is that my path with spirit has gone stronger in the few weeks that I've been just by myself. Um, I, I've been able to see things, feel things, grow in ways that mm-hmm. um, I needed to and, and and not being codependent on somebody else to help me yeah. learn the lessons and feel the things, that, feel the comfortable yeah. feelings and honestly I've gotten to know jaw better. I pray more. Yeah. I, I'm more, much more intentful about my practices now yeah. that I'm by myself. I'm not, I'm like, Oh, I have to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. I struggle with that. I struggle with, you know, taking care of my body, taking care of my yeah. mind, taking, you know, like taking the active yeah. time specifically when I'm around somebody else, because then mm-hmm. I just get lost in them, you know? And, and so yeah. it's, it's, it's brought me closer to spirit to get that alone time, to get that time to paint, to get that time to write, to,
0: mm-hmm. um, And codependence has been my drug of choice as a Christian and as somebody in the ministry. In the ministry, (sighs) I believe we're like we're needle fed it in the ministry. Mm. You are responsible for everybody around you, their actions, their beliefs, their heart. You know, and that's such a lie. Yeah, I mean, I'm not responsible. I remember my friend told me once. He said, "Kathy, because what you've been through as a kid and someone through some abuse issues," he said, "I really think you should go to Al-Anon." And I'm like, "No, I don't need that." And then to be challenged that I wasn't responsible for people's happiness around me. Was a thought that was so foreign. It was almost like, "Get behind me, devil. I am responsible. I'm not. I'm responsible for me. You. Yeah. That's it. And that still doesn't feel right in my brain. And I remember I was dating somebody once when I was after I was divorced, and it was like, um, they were an alcoholic and they were in recovery. And I said, Kathy, are you in recovery? And I'm like, Well, from what? I'm not a. I said, You're so codependent. Mm-hmm. Are you sober? And I'm like, Oh, what do you mean? are you sober? And I was like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do struggle with that a
1: lot. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a pattern that I fall into really easily. Yeah. And I think, honestly, we're not alone. I think yeah. there's so many people that fall into yeah. that. Um, and I think it's partially due to our conditioning and, and, yeah. and wiring that they have us on that yeah. um, You know, we have to be dependent on something. And for me, I believe that this is a, a revolution. And I think it starts with us. Yeah.
0: You know, we can't
1: change anybody else. We can't change our politics
0: mm-hmm.
1: as much as we want to think we can.
0: We can't. No, we can't. We
1: can only change ourselves. Yeah. We can only change our insides before we can change anything on the outside, internal mm-hmm. before external.
0: And that's probably breathe the key. Breathe
1: in before we can breathe out, That's you know? the key
0: to having peace yeah. in this really shitty dark world mm-hmm. because, wait, I can make my world better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and once we make our own paradigm better then we can lead the example. Yeah. And people start seeing our light and going, Wow, where's that coming from? Yeah. And all of a sudden it's contagious.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful sky. Well, thank you. I definitely have seen your light. <laughs> I think my phone's gonna die. Me but well. um Wow. I love
1: you. Love you too. Um, please check out um, yes, my music. Uh, yes, where's it at? Sky Allen, S K Y A L A N on yeah. Bandcamp.com. Yeah. Uh, Facebook and Instagram and all that good yeah, stuff too. Yeah, I would love that.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna add. I want to add on Instagram to my little drawing. I okay. made. I, I put my blue sky doodles. As oh nice. My-
1: <laughs> well, actually, it's funny. Um, I have. Uh, I'm, I'm 999 followers on my Instagram. So if you uh, if you follow me right now, you will be the thousandth person. Oh, I would love like to be that. That be special. I've been watching the number like. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, Aww, I much love, love to you. Much yeah, I appreciate you. your mission. Where are you from? Where are you living right now?
1: Currently, I live in Vermont. I'm working on a hemp farm, Mont Kush. Oh. Um, they are making a uh, docu-reality series, um, and so I'm going to be working um, within that project, beautiful. and I'm trying to share my message there. And they're uh, uh, they're doing some great work. Seventy-five thousand plants. It's a lot of medicine. Oh, that's um, beautiful. I'm in heaven in those fields. My oh, that's <laughs> so, amazing. Keep an eye out for yeah. Mont uh, coming out on. Uh, They'll be airing Netflix uh, in a few months. Oh, my
0: gosh. All right. So good to see you then. Okay, honey, thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Hello.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Give Me One Reason. If you're interested in contacting us or being on the show, please go to givemeonereason.org or call Kathy Taylor at 608 728 Three,
0: two, eight, four. When I was 12, I thought I was going to hell Because I didn't
1: understand the things a church would tell